Good morning and Merry Christmas. All my life, I've been someone who's been very goal-oriented, whether it was sports or schoolwork or, uh, heck, even priesthood. I mean, it, it, uh, I see the world through the lens of accomplishing goals, and uh, I find myself to be very driven. And I don't know if that's something that maybe my parents have instilled in me. Maybe it's just part of the way I'm genetically wired. I think also um, it's just part of what society celebrates. We, we like people that accomplish things. And so I find myself throughout my life um, oftentimes um, seeing the world through that lens of, of accomplishing the next goal, of finishing a to-do list. And as soon as I finish my goal, it's like I can't even stop and smell the roses, like I'm ready to accomplish the next thing. I'm always thinking of the next thing that I want to achieve. And I find that that experience is not too uncommon, that many of us, perhaps most of us, find ourselves driven. And maybe maybe you don't Maybe you're not the to-do list kind of person. Maybe you're not the person that's always trying to accomplish um, achievable goals. But we all are driven by something. We find ourselves searching and restlessly striving towards something. Maybe it's striving towards that perfect career. Maybe it's striving towards the right amount of uh, money for retirement. Maybe it's striving for something in school, or maybe it's striving for something in sports, or maybe it's striving for the perfect harmony in your family. Maybe it's just striving to be well-liked, to be popular, to be funny. But whatever it is, we all, as human beings, that's just part of our nature, we all tend to strive, have this like restless search within us for something greater in the future. And as people of faith, we could probably realize and accept and believe that ultimately we're all searching for God. St. Augustine said it really well when he said that God has made us restless until our hearts rest in him. That we all have something within us that drives us to keep going towards something greater. But unfortunately... A lot of us put the burden of our own happiness, our own future, our own destiny on ourselves. Something about, I just noticed, you know, I myself have fallen victim to this mindset, and I've seen it in so many others, where we believe that our future is our responsibility. Our life is our responsibility, that we have to put all of that pressure on ourselves to figure out and accomplish our destiny. And that can be really heavy sometimes, especially if we're unsure where we want our life to go. It could be really discouraging, especially if we face obstacles or if our um, destiny doesn't seem to be coming to fruition as soon as we would like. It could be very Lonely at times because we feel like others don't understand our meaning, our identity, our purpose. And so this can become very difficult. And I remember how freeing it was for me whenever suddenly I realized that happiness is not something way over there that I need to work really hard for to achieve sometime nebulously in the future, but rather that Happiness is here and now because God is with us. And brothers and sisters, that's the good news of the Christmas story. 
Because Christmas story is less about our journey to God and more about God's journey to us. God saw that we were restless. He knew that we were hopeless without him. He recognized that many of his people were trying to no avail, trying to reach him, trying to find him, trying to discover a life of purpose, of meaning, of happiness and fulfillment. And we all fell short because of our sin. We all fell short of the glory of God because we sin. And the good news is that God became man in Jesus Christ. The word became flesh. The word who was with God in the beginning of time, who the word who was God, the word became flesh to dwell among us, to live among us, to share in our humanity so that we could share in his divinity, to die and rise so that we could have something beyond, to open up the gates of heaven so much so that we wouldn't even have to wait until heaven to taste and to be with God, but rather that we could dwell with the God who's with us now. The Christmas message is that God is with us now. We don't have to search any longer. We don't have to be restless. We don't have to achieve our happiness and our destiny. But rather, God came to us, and the Christian story is one of radical receptivity, where we receive God, who's with us, and we respond to him in love and freedom. You see, St. Augustine also tells us that God is closer than we are to ourselves, that he's higher than our heights, and he's um, more inward than our innermost being. He's closer than we are to ourselves. God is with us. But unfortunately, so many of us neglect that. So many of us feel as though God is somewhere over there, and we have to work really hard to get to him, that we have to fix our life and become perfect and get our life straight, orderly, and together in order to then be a Christian people, in order to then allow God into our hearts. But God says, I'm not afraid of you and your reality right here and right now. Just as God chose to be born in a stable, messy, humble, and poor, God is not afraid to be born in your heart, even if it's messy, humble, and poor. Even if you feel far from the Lord, even if you have sinned, even if you sinned greatly, God is ready to enter in. He's knocking on the door of your heart. But the question for us this morning on Christmas is, will you let him in? Will you let him in to those deepest areas of your heart? You see, because to let him in takes time. And it takes a lot of trust. It takes a lot of intentionality. It doesn't just happen on accident. Yes, it's true that God is closer than we are to ourselves and God is with us, but we can still put up barriers. We can still prevent him from coming in to the depths of our souls. We can still live our lives as though it's just ourselves, self-focused, starting from 
ourself and putting the whole burden of our future on our own shoulders without anyone's help. We can believe the lie that the the goal is to be independent. But rather, God is knocking on our hearts and saying, let me in. Let me in so that we can depend on him. Unfortunately, many of us are just too busy. We're frankly just too busy to let the Lord into our hearts. Others of us are too afraid. We're afraid of the, what the Lord might ask. We're afraid of the, the, the ways in which we've been hurt in the past. We're afraid of our misconceptions about God and about the church. We're just too afraid to let the Lord in. Some of us are too comfortable. We're too wealthy. We're too rich. We're, we, we have our life too good. And we simply just won't let the Lord challenge us. We're not willing to let the Lord come in because we're afraid we might lose what we have. But God says, be not afraid. Be not afraid. I have come to set you free. I have come to bring you good tidings and peace. Just as he told Mary, be not afraid. Just as he told Joseph, be not afraid. He told the shepherds, be not afraid. And the wise men, be not afraid. The message rings true for us. Be not afraid to let Jesus in to the deepest parts of your heart. How is that done? It's done by giving God our time this year. It's done by giving God our sufferings this year. It's done by giving God our sins this year. It's done by allowing God to be a part of every aspect of our life, not just a piece of our life on the side. The Christmas message is that God is with us. And because he's with us, we do not have to be afraid any longer. Because he's with us, no matter what challenge we may face in the future, no matter what struggle, no matter what suffering, what sorrow, what loss we might face, we can recognize that we're not alone. Because brothers and sisters, isn't that our biggest fear? Isn't our biggest fear that we would be alone? All of us, we hate that sting of loneliness, and we all know what it feels like. No one is immune from it. Even people with perfect, happy families, they still know that sting of loneliness. It hits them from time to time, and it's scary. And whenever it hits us, we all react differently, and some of us run into places that are not healthy in a way to medicate and distract and and take away from that sting But really, that sting of loneliness is an invitation from the Lord to say, let me in. The reason you're lonely is because you've kept me out of your heart. The reason you're lonely is not because people hate you. It's not because your life is hard, but rather it's because you've kept Jesus out. You've told him there's no room in the inn of your heart. And the Christmas message is that God is with us. We don't have to search any longer. We don't have to go running around crazy, achieving task after task after task in order to earn the love of others, in order to medicate the loneliness of God without us. Instead, God is with us now. Will you let him in? Today, as we continue with this Mass, we'll receive Holy Communion, and we can recognize that the God of the universe, Emmanuel, God is with us, is in that sacred host And as we receive him, he dwells within our hearts. 
And maybe we find ourselves at a time in our lives where we're unable to receive Holy Communion. And if that's so, we can still recognize that God is still with us. That God is inside of us still, holding us in existence and calling us to his heart. So that hopefully one day, if we're unable to receive now, hopefully one day we can receive in the future soon. God is a good God who loves us. He's with us. And we are never, ever, ever alone. Emmanuel. God is with us. Merry Christmas. Thank you.